There we go. You know. is going on everybody and a happy tuesday to you bills fans happy tuesday to you football fans i'm of course the real danta claus that is akeem richards and welcome to the conflict of interest yes yes ladies and gentlemen a rich akeem richards the real dan kelly if you don't know us by now please get to know us we are indeed built in buffalo and this is like dan kelly said conflict of interest big week ahead big week in the past Dan Kelly, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. It's it's Christmas week. We got the Bears. We'll talk about that later. I like the fact that I'm repping our show right now, A eh, Rich, and you're repping your show. Hey, I love hey, it. Hey, hey man. Hey, I love man. It. Hey, hey, it's 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 a it's a family affair. It's still a family <laughs> affair. Uh well, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be here with all you beautiful people. Of course, if you if you saw last week, Akeem came on, talked a little bit about Cole Beasley. We'll get into that again today. But I'm back here for you guys. I know you missed me. I missed you too. I want to give a shout out to everybody in the comments. Of course, Dan Kelly's here. Not me. What's up, Dad? Thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. We got Demario out here. Kate is here as always. Nice to see you, Kate. We got Robin. And of course, Bobby is out here as well. Conflict of interest every Tuesday. Victory week, victory day, whatever you want to call it. A rich. Mm-hmm. The Bills won this weekend. Um, of course, defeating the Dolphins. 32 to 29. Let's start off with your initial thoughts. Uh, initial thoughts of the Miami Dolphins Buffalo Bills game. Uh, it was first of all, it was a it was a fun game to be a part of to witness. You know, uh, you it, it, Miami Dolphins are indeed a good team to see the back and forth. Of course, it's nerve wracking as a fan, but to see your team end up on top. After uh, watching a very compelling game, I think it was great to see. Initial thoughts, the Buffalo Bills did well offensively in the first half, right? I think they did well. They moved the ball. It was it was the Josh Allen we're starting to see. Uh, we're starting to see the Josh Allen where we've been accustomed to seeing, making great plays, not turning over the ball. I think that's been important to the Buffalo Bills' success the last couple of the games, not turning over the ball on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, looks like we getting things rolling. Ken Dorsey, he still has his struggles, especially that second half. Uh, but I, I like what he did in terms of implementing all three running backs. Naheem Hines had a touchdown. James Cook had a touchdown. Uh, Devin Singletary was getting uh, tough yardage late. So that was great to see. I think the offense is definitely picking up. The offensive line still has the struggles. Uh, uh, Roger Saffo looks like a liability right now. Uh, We still have some things to work out. Uh, Mitch Morse went down with a concussion. Shout out Greg Van Roten. I think he did a a commendable job filling in for Mitch Morse in those weather conditions. Uh, uh, Other than that, I think the Bills played well on the offensive side of the board. Defensively, uh, we have to do better against the run. I think Raheem Mostert Mostert, uh, gashed us a little bit too much in that first half. His speed and explosiveness was definitely on display. And I think we patched that up uh, come the second half. So overall, it was a nerve-wracking game. The Buffalo Bills had to come back. Josh had to will the Buffalo Bills back to victory, but I'm glad he did so. And uh, it was a very good performance from our team. Mostert's one of the fastest players in the league. If not, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to stop him. Mm-hmm. The Bills got lucky on a few instances this past Saturday, Rich. Hey, let's start with Mostert, right? The mm-hmm. Dolphins did not run the ball in the second half nearly as much as they did in the first half, which helped the Buffalo Bills in time of possession and mm-hmm. in getting the ball back to their offense, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, 
if that two-point conversion attempt happens anywhere else but Buffalo, I don't know if they call it successful. Mm. It's very, very close. Very okay. close, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And and then let's talk about the pass interference by Tredavious White in the end zone that that doesn't or no Kyrie Elam Kyrie Elam mm. with, with the pass interference that doesn't get called right. Mm-hmm. The, the Bills got a few breaks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what's needed, you know, when, when you're having the season that the Bills are having. There's only three losses. They mm-hmm. beat Miami, and that's what matters, right? Mm-hmm. An automatic, they're in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. They can clinch the division with a victory or a Miami loss this week. Mm-hmm. It's it's happiness all around. You mentioned the touchdowns were weird this week. Quentin Morris gets one. James Cook not not as odd, but then Naheem Hines finally scores, does his little backflip in the end zone. Gotta love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm happy overall. There's not much to complain about. But I do want to say that is a team you do not want to see again. We've already played them twice. I do not want to see the Dolphins again. And you know what? I I. When thinking about it in hindsight, when you say something like that, the Miami Dolphins, especially the speed they possess on the offensive side of the ball with Waddle and Hill, you're like, you're right, Dan Kelly. That's definitely a team you don't want to face come playoff time. But if you think about it, what team do you want to face come playoff time? I don't want to face anybody, man. The the Chargers are, are, are a pretty damn good football team. The New York Jets got a defense where they can do things uh, if they get in. Uh, we spoke about the Chargers, the Jets. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Baltimore Ravens. I want to all... play. I want to play the Tennessee Titans. That's who I want to play <laughs> and in the playoffs. Then the crazy thing about it is, no way we're going to play them. We're going to play one of the scaries. If God forbid we don't win out, but I think we're going to win out. I think we're going to win out. Okay. If if Jacksonville takes the division, mm. Tennessee could fall to the last seed. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo in the number one seed. That would be. If Tennessee got out of the first round, they would play Buffalo the next week. So it it is possible. It mm-hmm. is possible. Okay. But uh, let, let's get into our aces of the game for this week against Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys aren't aware of how it works, it's pretty simple. We go in order of heart, club, diamond, and spade and rank the players. Let's just get into it. He's here every week, every mm-hmm. single week, without question. Stefan Diggs makes the list. Tell us why he made it this week, eh, Rich? Uh, he made plays. He made enough plays. Uh, Stefan Diggs was consistent, five receptions, 60 yards, 12 yards per catch. Uh, he is that, that number one receiver for Josh Allen in the Buffalo Bills. And even though he's on this list, even though I think he had a solid game, it's like I'm I'm st- I'm waiting. It's been a few weeks. I'm waiting for that breakout. I'm waiting for that dominant game from Stefan Diggs. That you know that Justin Jefferson line, 11 receptions, 160 yards, one or two touchdowns. I think he's playing great. I think obviously he's having a great season overall, but these last couple of weeks he hasn't had that dominant performance and I'm just waiting to see that dominant Stefan Diggs. But great week nevertheless. So that was me at the start of the season, eh, Rich? That That's my sentiment. Remember when we were – I think it was the Kansas City game you and I were talking about mm-hmm. when I was like, I just want Diggs to go off. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. He's the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Let's see him go off. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that this year, right? It's more than that because the Bills have not had a reliable number two option in terms of the receiving game. They haven't had a reliable number two. They haven't had a reliable number three. A reliable number four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever you want to call it. All they have is digs. And when he's on the field, it commands a lot of attention from the defensive coordinators. And I feel like with the opportunities that other players are getting, they should be making more catches. They should be getting more targets, but it's not happening. Right. So I think we're going to see Beasley targeted more here in the future as he gets accustomed to this new playbook. And hopefully, that opens the door for more of Diggs because you also got to know he's not on the field every play. Diggs takes a decent 
a decent amount of plays off each game. Now, I want to ask you a question. Um, it's not pertaining to Diggs, but I want to ask you a question first, and then I want to get everybody in the comments section opinions. Uh, you said the Buffalo Bills do not have that consistent number two wide receiver. And mm -hmm. I, I'll pose this. Gabriel Davis has 42 receptions currently, yep. 42 receptions, 752 yards, and six touchdowns. There's three games left. Does Gabriel Davis crack a thousand yards for the Buffalo Bills this season? If he plays the way that he's been playing recently, no. No, no. I, no. I don't I don't think so. Based on the season that we've seen. Now those numbers don't say they're bad, right? right. right. The numbers tell you one thing, the mm -hmm. eye test tells you another. Mm -hmm. Gabriel Davis has not had the kind of season that you or I has wanted for him or any of the Bills Mafia, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. he was supposed to break out this year. He was supposed to be, hey, the Bills have, you know, one of the top wide receiver duos in the league, and it just hasn't been that. I want to give a shout-out to some more comments out here. We got Chris out here. Chris, appreciate you. Thanks for coming out. We got, is this Marcial? If I'm saying that right, Marcial, I, I appreciate you for coming out. Thanks for being here. We got DeAndre asking you what's good, Rich. What's good, My man? brother, what's good? Hey, hey, uh, hey, Torch Robinson, I got to get you on the show. I, I was supposed to come on your show the other day. I apologize. Work was late, but we definitely going to talk after this. Shout out, right. uh, Andre. All right. And then we got Roy, who says no. I agree, Roy. Th thank you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think Davis does it. Like, okay. he just hasn't had the year we wanted, we expected from him. And, you know, you know, I'm not mad at that assessment. I think his numbers are pretty solid. Uh, does he make a thousand? I don't think he will as well. I don't think he will either. We're talking about 248 yards in three games. Gabriel Davis has quiet games, two receptions, 31 yards, three receptions, yep. 30 yards. So I'm not sure if he's going to get that. Um, but we'll we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. An interesting stat I did see today. Speaking of receivers, Josh Allen's receivers. Uh, Josh Allen has the most drop passes by his receivers in the wow. NFL. I think it's, wow. if I'm not mistaken, really, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's 33 drop passes the Buffalo Bills have on the season. 33 that, drop passes leads the NFL. That's very interesting. Very mm -hmm. interesting stat. But uh, let's move on to our next ace of the game, the ace of clubs. And if you're not careful, a hey, rich, this guy might club you. Love you. Now, we mentioned the numbers are one thing, right? And the eye test is the other. Tell me what the eye test told you about Shaq Lawson's game here against the Miami Dolphins. The eye test told me that Shaq Lawson is best suited overall for his career, for the duration of his career, in a Buffalo Bills uniform. For some reason, when he plays with the Buffalo Bills, he is free. He is that guy where uh, we get... Uh, glimpses of the Clemson Tiger Shaq Lawson when he was drafted in the first round. And I think the last couple of weeks he had that on full display. He sets the edge well. Uh, he's been disruptive on in, in the line of scrimmage. And he's been getting sacks against his two former teams. Now, yes, they are, they are his former teams. We hoping that it carries over beyond his former teams and Shaq Lawson. And the way he's been playing, I think it does. Shaq Lawson has has been a, a breath of fresh air, so to speak, this season. I didn't think he would have the type of performances he's had thus far this season, and it's very refreshing. And Shaq Lawson is playing good ball, and uh, got to commend him. And he's stepping up at the right time, right? He's mm -hmm. stepping up when Von Miller has went down for the Bills, and mm -hmm. they need they need that right now. They need that pass rush. You and I talked a little bit um, post uh, pre-show about mm – -hmm the Bills defensive line and, and what it's like and, and where it's at, the pressure against Tua, it just wasn't consistent. Mm -hmm. You and I talk consistency a lot, mm -hmm. and that's what we need from these th defensive line going into our playoff run that's about to happen. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to get to the quarterback. Why did we lose to Kansas City last year? Not being able to sack Patrick Mahomes. So hopefully Shaq Lawson you know, keeps this up mm -hmm. into the next few games. I want to see more from Rousseau. I want to see more from – Everybody on the defensive line, but you mentioned breath of fresh air. I think that's the perfect, perfect assessment of his game against the Miami Dolphins. But uh, let's move on. We're going to stay on the defensive side of the ball into the ace of diamonds. 
Now I saw you dancing to my music. Am I am I getting better with the music choices? I, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorites right there. All right, I love it. Um, Tremaine Edmonds makes the list this week as our ace of diamonds. This could have been Milano, but mm-hmm. uh, we decided to go Edmonds. A Rich, tell me why. Uh personally, I think now I think he had a solid game. I think mm-hmm. Tremaine. I think Tremaine Edmonds had a, had a solid game against the Miami Dolphins. Was it a dominant performance? I don't think it was dominant, but in my opinion, Tremaine Edmonds deserves to be up here because he's been steady all season long. Tremaine Edmonds has not been the the liability in certain games like he was in the past. We haven't been complaining about Tremaine Edmonds all season, and I think he's up here. I have him up here is because not only is he excelling i think he is finally living up to those expectations when the buffalo bills actually moved up to draft them in the first round tremaine edmonds if i'm thinking about somebody being re-signed if i'm if anybody had to be re-signed tremaine edmonds ed oliver jordan poyer i may i'm i'm looking tremaine edmonds first i know poe got a lot of fans out there i know he's an all pro but if i had to sign one i think my guy would be edmonds and i and that's why i have him i have him on the list. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> that's hot, man. That's a yeah, hot yeah, take. That you would you would pay Edmonds over Poyer. Yeah. With, with the with the way you talk about Poyer, I don't expect that from you. Uh Chris says, is he playing better because he wants to get paid or because he's finally getting better because he came in super young? I think it's a combination of both here. I, I think it's a little bit about you know, we always talked about potential with, with Tremaine Edmonds because he was so young when he came out. But every time there's a contract year, guys guys tend to go a little more, right, A. Rich? Just a little bit maybe, yeah, a little yeah. bit extra oomph in yeah, there. I think so. But um, I think it's going to be a discussion for sure. You know, Tremaine Edmonds, not only has he been having probably his best season in the NFL, he also calls our plays. He's He's – you know, the guy when, when it comes to defense. So what are you replacing with? Are you going to really put a rookie in there, a first round, second round, third round pick by chance to be calling your defense? Is it, is it going to go to Milano? Like there's a lot of questions hey. and I don't want to have to answer any of them. I, just, I, I, know. I want them to get everybody back. Of course. Bring Edmonds back, bring Poyer back, everybody, but bring it, Oliver back. It, it, but it's going to be some tough decisions. I was looking at over the cap. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Buffalo Bills are in the negative in terms of cap space right now, in terms of minus $4 million in cap space as we speak. So they're going to have can be. I don't think you can be negative. I don't you think you're, you're you allowed to be, be. I mean, you can't be over the cap by $4 million? I don't think you're allowed to be negative. I don't think the NFL allows it. I think if you're okay. negative, you have to make a move. Oh, definitely. Become, you definitely have to make a move to become, to become positive. But uh, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Gerald asked, what time are they playing and where can the game be seen? Uh, the game's on Saturday at one o'clock. Is it on Fox because it's in Chicago? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not sure where you can find it, Gerald. I, I, w- I would just do a quick Google search because we don't have the exact information for you. I would guess Fox. I would think so. I would. I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. Who was that? Who was that? That was I'll, Gerald. Gerald, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I'm gonna let everybody in on a little secret. If you Kate not, says CBS, so uh, uh, I I agree. <laughs> if it's CBS, that's great. If you're not in the Buffalo area, if you can't get the Buffalo game in your in your state for whatever reason, NFL Bite, NFLBite.com. Don't tell anybody. NFL Pipe, NFL Bite, B-I-T-E dot com, and you will be able to watch any game, any NFL game. You're welcome. Be, be careful. Be careful with A. Rich's suggestions here. <laughs> Chris says, we had to clear some up for Beasley. We were at 550000 or something like that before Beasley signing. So I'm not sure yeah. what Beasley signed for. And then they released Brandon Bryant from the team, mm-hmm. which probably saved a little bit of money as well. Mm-hmm. Wherever they're at, it's not good. In terms of cap situation, we know that, but we do have Brandon Bean, and we'll have to see exactly what he does. I want to get into our final player, a Rich, our ace of spades, the player of the game for us. He's on the offensive side of the ball. He's a big guy. You can't miss him. 
So the Bills are what always seems to be last in the league and what people call a yak. A Rich, can can you tell the people what yak is? Yards after catch. Yeah, and Dawson Knox, for whatever reason, within these last few weeks, it has become a weapon after the catch. He's not just going down. He's fighting for extra yardage, and he's done that before, right? He's stiff-armed, and he ran over a Cincinnati Bengals safety a couple years ago. But it seems like he's really getting better after the catch. Give, give me your assessment of Knox's game over the weekend. Uh, I this is this is finally this is when when someone when you pay a tight end fifty two million dollars, you expect him to be a part of the offense. And mm-hmm. this is the first time I all season I seen uh, a fifty two million dollar paid tight end in Dawson Knox. Eight targets, six receptions, ninety eight yards, a touchdown. He was involved. He had a couple drops that we. I'm pretty sure we all would want to take back. But overall, I think it was a solid performance. And I love the fact that despite him having those drops, Josh Allen said, you know what? I'm going back to you anyway. And he ended up scoring or catching a touchdown pass. Dawson Knox, he was worth the price of commission on Saturday night. Big, fast, and physical. He is a mismatch nightmares. He is bigger than DBs. He can run away from linebackers. And you said it earlier in the show. What do we talk about a lot in our shows? Consistency. And Dawson Knox is one guy, if he can remain consistent, and if Ken Dorsey can remain consistent in making him a part of the offense, uh, we may have a tight end that is very well indeed worth the contract that he's got. I like it. Uh, it was just a good game, man. Like, he was reliable. I mentioned they don't have a, a consistent, reliable number two option. He was that on Saturday. We haven't had it for the duration of the season, but we can't have it in spurts. I want it for longer, but I, I love the way Dawson Knox played. I think, you know, he's been asked to block a lot this year because of the porous offensive line that we talk about all the time. But you're right. Th- this is that performance where it's like, okay, we, we see that you're worth what we paid you. Let's have it continue. Let's have it continue, you know, moving forward, getting into the playoffs. This is the time where we want guys to get hot. Right, A. Rich? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. All right. Uh, it's time to go to the other teams in the NFL, but not quite. Just, just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So if you guys are regulars here, which a lot of you are, and we thank you for your continued support. We love all of you. Um, we've been doing a segment on this show called Real or Foe. Right. And mm-hmm. real or foe has been a segment where we talk about a team, about whether they're real contenders, foe contenders, whether they're going to make the playoffs, but get bounced early, whether they're not going to make the playoffs at all. Well, we're getting to that point where the playoffs are just around the corner. The bills are already in. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of teams that are already in. Mm-hmm. So what myself and a rich are going to do is we're going to look at the seeds today. We're going over the number one seed and the number two seed in both the AFC and the NFC. We're going to talk about which teams are capable of gaining the number one and the number two seed in both the AFC and the NFC. We're going to see if we either match up or if there's some conflict to be had. Hey, Rich, we're going to start with the first seed in the AFC right now held by the Buffalo Bills, right? Mm -hmm. The, The teams that can still get the number one seed in the AFC, other than the Bills, are the Chiefs, the Bengals, and somehow the Ravens. Now, the Ravens are the most unlikely. They have to win out, and everybody else has to lose out. So I think that's pretty much out of the question mm-hmm. when you look at Kansas City's schedule. Kansas City has Seattle, Las Vegas, and Denver left on the schedule. That's their final three games. It's not in that order, but those are the three teams they play. Buffalo has Chicago, Cincinnati, and then the Patriots, right? It's the Patriots mm-hmm. at the final week. Mm-hmm. That's rough. That That is not good pickings for the Buffalo Bills in terms of that. And then you look at the Bengals, who obviously have the Bills as mm-hmm. one of their last games, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's take a look at their other final games are against the Ravens and the Patriots, which are probably both winnable games, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So who do you think is going to be the number one seed in the AFC? Our Buffalo Bills. Our Buffalo Bills. I I really believe that the Buffalo Bills are going to run the table. 
the everybody I know people are talking about the Cincinnati Bengals going out to Cincinnati. That's not going to be an easy game. That's you know that and it's a good game to watch because Burrow and Allen hasn't faced off, if I'm not mistaken, in their careers yet. So that's a good, that's a that's definitely a good barometer for both teams. But uh, I think the Buffalo Bills are are proven. I think they're battle tested. They have the highest uh, strength, of, winning strength of schedule uh, for the season in the NFL. So uh, I think because of their battle tested schedule, they'll be better prepared for a team like the Cincinnati Bengals and 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 get that W win and and, uh, and and proclaim that one seed at fourteen and three. So yes, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win out and and get this number one seed. So, first of all, shout out to Peter DiBiase, part of our Built in Buffalo family. Peter, thanks for coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please catch the Buffalo Blitz each and every Wednesday Wednesday, at 8 o'clock. I'm going to go Kansas City, man. I'm going to go Kansas City based on the fact that they have an easier schedule. And I don't like it. I I want it to be the Buffalo Bills. And if it's the Buffalo Bills, I'm going to be extremely happy to come on here and tell you that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But based on the schedule, I, I think I have no choice but to go Kansas City here. And I don't want that. You mentioned you don't care if the Bills are the five seed, the six. Like, you don't care where the Buffalo Bills fall. As long as we're healthy, yes. As long as we're healthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with, with the Chiefs as, as the number one seed. And, and, I, you know, I can't be upset with that because if you're thinking about the teams that both teams, Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills face, Cincinnati's in the way for us. And when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs' last three games, they're all more winnable than, I guess, the Buffalo Bills, correct? But when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they lost to the Indianapolis Colts, right? They Almost they, lost to the Texans. They almost lost to the Texans. Now – the Raiders, I understand Las Vegas Raiders are not that good, but they have weapons, and we all know divisional games can be funny. And mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks, I know they're struggling, but that's another team that can beat you if you if you come out putting up a Houston Texans kind of performance. So we, I we don't both, think- we both picked the Seahawks two weeks ago and they lost, lost. to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. To the Panthers. That's horrible. That's hard. So I don't, I don't, I don't like you. I don't like you talking like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I understand. It. I understand. It's any given, like it's it. any given Sunday, but I, I, I can't be a mad at the assessment, but I do believe the Buffalo Bills will win out. All right. So you have the Buffalo Bills as the number one seed. I have the Kansas City Chiefs as the two seed. So mm-hmm. we're going to move to the second seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Just so we, we stay in, in the divisions here. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills here in the, in the number two seed for me, because Kansas City is my number one. I think. I don't know because it could be Cincinnati, right? If you got if you have Kansas City as one, you have to put Cincinnati two because Cincinnati, if uh, according to you, unless you got the Bears beating the Bills, if Cincinnati no. if Cincinnati beats the Bills, I would think Cincinnati would move up to that two seed and drop the Buffalo Bills down to that three. But Cincinnati could lose other games. a different game mm-hmm. and Buffalo game the number two. So I'm I'm gonna put Buffalo. Buffalo? Okay. I'm gonna put Buffalo at number two. Okay, and. uh I wouldn't be I wouldn't be stoked, right? I I, I like what you mentioned, right? I, I like the way you went with you know Kansas City losing to Indianapolis and almost mm-hmm. losing to Houston. Mm-hmm. But there are certain teams who just have it their way, Rich, all the time, right? And the Bills aren't one of them. They're, they're just not, right? The Bills have to fight, claw, and just scrape for every last bit that they get. And I think uh, they're going to be the number number two seed here in the AFC this year. Hey, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at that assessment at all. Uh I agree. I think the Kansas City. No, I don't agree. I'm sorry. I think the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> are going to be the number two seed here. I think. Um, I think. Yeah, Buffalo's number one. They beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to get their fifth loss, and the Kansas City Chiefs will be in that number two slot. Okay. So that. Mm-hmm. So those are our seeds. You have um, Bills, and then Chiefs. And then I have Chiefs, and then Bills. So we're moving on to the NFC. The mm-hmm. first seed in the NFC right now belongs to the Philadelphia Eagles. And now th- this one's a little easier, but it's also not, right? So the teams in contention for the number one seed are the Eagles, who have it right now, the Vikings, the 49ers, and then the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys are just like the Ravens. It's a very outside chance. They need everybody to lose and they need to win. 
So I don't think that that's the most likely scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles remain the number one seed throughout the entire course of the year, which they have, which is crazy, right? How often does that happen that weeks one through 17, the same team is leading in the division? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it it's crazy. It's it okay. I wouldn't say crazy because it happened before. I'm pretty sure the Patriots done it a couple of times. Okay, then the Patriots may have you know, done it once or twice, but it's not a common thing. It's not. A, it, it's not a common thing. But when I'm looking at the NFC, and a lot of people now, a lot of people have. I, I don't want to go off the rails here, but a lot of people mm-hmm. have Jalen Hurst as the MVP. And if you have Jalen Hurst as the MVP, so. that's 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 fine. But when I look at the NFC, you said it's different. Kirk Cousins is a fourth round draft pick right mm-hmm. number two seed who's the number who else is in the playoffs who else is in the playoffs in the nfc tampa bay buccaneers have tom brady okay he's fine but he he's he's an older guy right now mm-hmm. uh then you have who else is in the playoffs in the nfc the cowboys the cowboys Dak prescott he's a fourth round pick who else tyler heineke was he even drafted right um daniel jones daniel jones probably is the only first round pick over there Really? That's in yeah. that's in playoff contention if you really think about it. So I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not taking away, away anything from the Philadelphia Eagles, but I think their road to becoming 13 and one is a was a lot easier than most. Give the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles the Buffalo Bills schedule and let me see what what their record would be right now. Hey, who's your number one seed, A Rich? Eagles. You're, you're sticking with the Eagles. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. easy for them. Yeah, it's easy. All right. So the number number two seed may be just as easy for you then. The number two seed right now, the Minnesota Vikings. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Vikings and give them the number two seed. Uh we have three games remaining. The Minnesota the Minnesota Well, Vikings. The, the problem here is the only other team that can compete with them is the 49ers because yes. the Cowboys cannot gain a higher seed mm-hmm. because there's going to be a, a division winner in that NFC South, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys can't move up. So what, what we have to do is we have to look at the San Francisco 49ers schedule and see what you think. So they have the Commanders this week. And then it looks like, okay, that brought me to the Commanders. It's not where I wanted to go. So Commanders this week, Raiders the week after, and then Cardinals to end the season. Commanders, so, Raiders, and Cardinals. Who and who yep. what schedule is that? That would be the 49ers. That's three winnable games. Okay. Unless what about the 49ers? The Vikings see. have the New York Giants, the Green Bay Packers, and the Chicago Bears. Winnable games as well. Yep. But it's tough. They're winnable games, but Minnesota's the type of team to drop one of these games. Yeah. They are. I, and, and and their defense is so bad. Like what you want to talk about the comeback, 33 to nothing. 33 to nothing at the end of the first half. And they lose in overtime. Insanity. Matt Ryan, we, we bow down to you, the king of freaking blowing leads in the nfl i told you he was washed last season and you told me i was crazy and then you're you you're you are indeed correct my friend <laughs> you are That's the indeed. first time i've ever heard that where are the balloons <laughs> you are indeed correct matt ryan is washed but i think the san francisco 49ers are going to get that two seed some way somehow I believe for some reason, I think the Minnesota Vikings is going to drop one of those three games in there somewhere. And the the San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy is going to get that two seed. Mr. Irrelevant. So you're you're in Connecticut right now, right? That's where you reside. So what I need you to do between now and tomorrow is get your butt down here. Go to work at my warehouse for my boss, who is a San Francisco 49ers fan, because he's going to like you more than me now. This ain't fair. This ain't fair, bro. What the heck? All right. So it's time to move into A. Rich's favorite segment of the show, my least favorite segment. Let's get in to our predictions.
Yes. <laughs> yeah, that belt. That belt fits nice on me too, man. I like how you did that. You styled me up real good. Uh, 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 and it, it looks real comfortable as well. And I don't think it's going off my shoulders anytime soon. That looks great. Marvelous. Marvelous. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we, we missed last week because we weren't here. Uh, we, we didn't have our live show last week. So we sadly don't have those predictions for you guys. I wanted to reach out to A. Rich, but I, I still wasn't feeling well most of the week. So that's why that didn't happen. But we are moving in to week 16, A. Rich. Our predictions here for week 16 in the NFL. It goes by so fast. We say it all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, let's get into it. We're going to start with, of course, the Thursday night game, Jaguars and Jets. This game in New Jersey. I don't know if Mike White is going to be back. That's going to be a situation to monitor because if it's Zach Wilson again, I don't think the Jets are obviously as dangerous. I almost picked Jacksonville against Tennessee a couple weeks ago. I was watching our video when I was getting that graphic ready, and I didn't. You talked me out of it, and Jacksonville won. You're not talking me out of it again. Give me Jacksonville over the New York Jets. Mm. Mm. This is tough, man, because our, I, you know, that jet that jets that jets defense can win games alone. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, have you seen his numbers lately? Yeah, I, I think I think over the last five weeks or something, he's over a thousand yards and 17 touchdowns with like five picks. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna have a big game against the Jets. Okay. Uh, but I do pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the game. I'm just if Zach Wilson, especially from the reports I'm getting that Zach Wilson may be the starter, I, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars because of that. If Mike White was starting the game, I might go New York, I might go to Jets, but I got Jacksonville. Uh, you're just trying to agree with me to, to keep your lead. It is what it is. Uh, Falcons at Ravens is next. Now, this is going to be Desmond Ritter versus who, – who's their backup right now? Who's is Baltimore's it, backup? Is it Huntley? Is it Huntley? Is it still – yeah, Huntley played last week, went 17-30, 138, and they lost 13-3. to I think I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons here. Yeah. And it's not the greatest because I think the Ravens have a better uh, head coach, better coaching staff, and maybe they can prepare better. I'm, I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons here. I want to take the Falcons here, um, but I'm going to take the Ravens. Okay. Yep. Uh, Chris says Trevor Lawrence has a 14 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. Mm. So he, he's been playing absolutely lights out. Uh, recently, but another team you don't want to see, right? Another team you don't want to see when it comes to the playoffs. Speaking of that, Lions and Panthers are next. Detroit has won six out of their last seven, only losing to the Buffalo Bills in the process. We The Panthers are weird, man. Another, you know, team that gets these victories. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm not going to say anything else because anytime I say convincingly or by a billion, it mm -hmm. usually doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Give me the Detroit Lions. I agree. Jared Goff. For some, Jared Goff just looks like he's in a zone right now this year for the Detroit Lions. That offensive line is doing a good job protecting them. They're playing good football. Give me the Lions. Is Lamar back? Is that is that confirmed that Lamar's gonna play this week? If Lamar's gonna play, I might I might be doing a last minute change. Yeah, if Lamar plays, I, yeah, of course. But I don't think he's playing. Okay, and you took Baltimore, I took Atlanta. So if so there's what, any changes, we'll update you guys yeah, on social it, media. We'll just just know I'll, I'll I'll do Dan Kelly a favor from now. If Lamar Jackson is playing, then we'll automatically assume that you just shift to Baltimore if he's playing. I'm gonna put a post out. Don't worry. I'll make mm -hmm. sure the people know. You you don't have to do me no favors. Get your get your championship confidence. Do favor, bro. The hell do favor, out of bro. here. No, I don't want your handouts. I don't want your favors. I don't want that smile on your face to stay there. I want my belt. I like it. I like it. All right, that's what I want. We're moving on. Seahawks at Kansas City Chiefs is next. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. It's at Kansas City? It's at Kansas City. Mm. Give me the Chiefs. 
Okay. If that was in Seattle, you want to take Seattle. I can I can see it. I'm pick Seattle. I'm getting tired of picking the Chiefs. Saints and Browns are next. This game is in Cleveland mm. with Deshaun Watson, who has not played mm. nearly up to that contract. But I think this year he's only due $1 million. So I guess you can say he has played to his contract this year. But next year it's going to be a whole nother discussion. I – I'm, I want to go Saints here, and I, I'm going to do it. Give me the Saints. And if they win and Tampa Bay loses, dude, if Tom Brady misses the playoffs after <laughs> suffering a divorce for coming back to football, I would absolutely love it. This is tough. This is tough. Give me the Browns. Okay, going Browns. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're sitting there telling me it's tough. Telling me it's it's rough. You're the champion. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I need you to do is just sit there, relax for a second, and tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Now tell me why. You're tell singing. me why. Your singing kills me, bro. Um. <laughs> Uh, why the why the Browns will beat the Saints? Uh, yep. Saints quarterback play Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill. I just think the Miles Garrett and that defensive line is going to make a play at home, and that play is going to be the difference maker. I, okay. I think I think the Browns D line is going to be a a big part of why they win this game. So, do you think it could fine. be a do you think it could be a play like the Jacoby Myers pitch to Mac Jones? Not a play as dumb as that, no. But okay. I, I, I definitely think it could be a defensive play made in terms of why the Cleveland Browns won. But that was just—I don't know was, what they were thinking. It's a tie game, bro. Was, like, was that was that the craziest finish you've ever seen to an NFL game? Being a Buffalo Bills fan, to say yes, it it, it has to be a it's, it's definitely the craziest finish, and it's crazy to say that because it's been some crazy finishes for us as Buffalo Bills fans. But yes. It's the craziest finish I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, there's one I remember. It was back in 2012, Bills and Raiders. It was a home game. I, I was at this game, and it came down to a, a Hail Mary by the Raiders on the final play. They were at around the 50, and he heaved it. It went into the end zone, and it was picked off, picked mm-hmm. off by the Bills, mm-hmm. and uh, they won the game. And I thought that was crazy. And then you had the Miami miracle. You've had the Minnesota miracle. There's mm-hmm. so many uh, crazy plays, but – that's really that picture of Chandler Jones stiff arming Mac Jones is the Patriots season in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Thinking, mm-hmm. thinking they're this team because they're winning games and they're like, hey, you know, we're gonna make it into the playoffs again. And then just get mm-hmm. out of here, man. Out mm-hmm. of here. Yeah, that was crazy. But uh yeah. let's move on. Uh Texans and Titans are next. This game, a kind of must need for Tennessee, because if Jacksonville wins out from this point on they do play tennessee again mm-hmm. if jacksonville wins out they take that division so mm-hmm. with with a victory tennessee really locks it up are they going to beat the texans at 112 and 1 i i want to go houston i do i do you're I'm, going first i'm i'm going tennessee i'm picking the titans here why? I you know what? I don't know. They worry. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I think if you're thinking about the way Houston played last week against Kansas, they're on a they're on a four game skid. Who? The Tennessee Titans. They lost to the Chargers, the Jags, the Eagles, and the Bengals. Their last win was That's November. A That's a tough schedule, man. Their last win was November 17th before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's I think this one is necessary for them. I got the Titans. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Texans. Because really? why not? Because why really? not? Really? Whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the Texans. Okay. Hey, hey, they were able to fight Kansas City for three and a half quarters. Okay. okay. Let, let's see, let's see what they can do. I know Derrick okay. Henry always has crazy games against the Titans. I'm I'm trying to go out on a limb here. I need to get something that okay. you won't. So give me this game. Uh, Bengals 
Bengals at Patriots is next up. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals. Is that New England? It's at New England. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Give me the Bengals. Okay. Giants at Vikings is next. These are all – we are in the Saturday window of games still. These are, these are all on Saturday, Rich. That's crazy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games on Saturday. Christmas Eve, that's why they just dominate. Yeah, but mm-hmm. still, holy cow. Um, give me the Minnesota Vikings, the home team in this one. Hmm. Give me – the New York football. Nah, I got the Vikings. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think you were going that route. Nah, I, 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 can't, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> Bills and Bears will, of course, get to in just a little bit. Uh, we're going to move on, though. Commanders and 49ers. I've picked against San Francisco so many times this year. And I want to do it again. I want to do it again to spite Mike Delzer. First of all, if you're here, Mike, uh, thanks for coming out. Um, if you're not here, I'll, I'll show you this clip uh, at some point this week. Because I like Washington, dude, and Washington should have beaten the Giants. Did you did you see the play mm-hmm. when they scored mm-hmm. with Terry McLaurin? Mm-hmm. BS. BS. Absolute garbage. And he mm-hmm. was asked post game about mm-hmm. what happened, and he said that the official told him he was okay. Mm-hmm. And then he throws the flag. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't like that. I want like to. I want to go Washington so bad, but I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same. I'm gonna do it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it. Now, t- tell me this. You, you always have questions for me, mm-hmm. so I have one for you. Shoot. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a little change of pace here. Brock Purdy, Mister mm-hmm. Irrelevant, mm-hmm. Trey Lance, who mm-hmm. they traded. Basically, three first-round picks to go and get. Uh-huh. How far does Brock Purdy need to take them for Kyle Shanahan and staff to think that Brock Purdy is the guy moving forward? Wow. That is an excellent question. Um, the Super Bowl. Loss or win? I don't think it matters. Okay. I think if Brock Purdy can get to the Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers, that automatically makes Jimmy Garoppolo expendable. And well, Jimmy now, Garoppolo was expendable before the season started. But I think but but you know, just the way the season was going, it was winning. If who knows what could have happened, resign, never know. Right, right now, the way Brock Purdy's playing, I think there's no way. Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back to San Francisco because now oh, you no. have now you have Purdy and now and you have, still have Trey Lance on the contract. So if San Francisco gets to the Super Bowl, I I strongly believe that he will have a chance to be that 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 starting quarterback next year. And if Trey Lance do win the job, I think Trey Lance's leash will be shorter than usual. Okay. Now a, a fun little fact for you about that: Kyle Shanahan was a part of the Washington Redskins at the time who had RG3 and Kirk Cousins, and eventually it was Kirk Cousins who started over RG3, who was the first-round pick, Kirk Cousins being mm. the fourth-round pick. Mm, so I like that. I he, like may, that. he may have learned his lesson. I like that. Um, hey, you may be a first-round pick, but you're not going to get there. I like. I, I think the Super Bowl is a good call. I think mm-hmm. if he makes the Super Bowl, they might, they might have to consider it. And if he wins – Mm-hmm. then Trey Lance can find a new team because that's going to be – he's obviously going to be their guy. But a very good question from myself. Very, very good, good answer from you. Uh, but let's move on to the NFC East. Eagles at Cowboys. Now, Jalen Hurts is hurt, and my friend tells me, oh, the iron knee. Hey, Rich, that's his dry sense of humor. I'm just mm-hmm. calling it out because he's mm-hmm. dry. He's mm-hmm. also a Packers fan. Please pray for him. Mm-hmm. But – uh. Jalen Hurts injured may not play against Dallas. Mm-hmm. So if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, are you taking the Dallas Cowboys? You know what? I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys even if Jalen Hurts does play. 
Really? With okay. or without Jalen Hurts, I'm going Cowboys. Okay. Mm -hmm. How come? They had a bad loss last last week in Jacksonville, and I think yep. Dallas Cowboys are one of those teams that's like, okay, we lost to the Jags, and they, they're that team that can lose to a, a decent team or not-so-great team when they could come out next week and beat the best team in the NFL, and I think this week is going to be that week. Give me the Eagles. The Give Eagles? me the Eagles. Give me the okay. Eagles. I I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing it. Huh? I, I I was not happy with the Cowboys' performance against the Jags, just because it seemed like it was very uncharacteristic mm -hmm. of what that team has been this year. Mm -hmm. they, they've been clutch for mm -hmm. the most part, and uh, that loss really um, put put me off. Put me off of them for a little bit. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Okay, Raiders. And Steelers, this game in Pittsburgh, give me the Raiders. I'm sorry, sis. I know you're a Steelers fan, but give me the Raiders. Um, Raiders and Steelers. Where's the game at? It's in Pittsburgh. Ooh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has is on a one-win streak. They beat the Panthers last week. The week before, they lost to the Ravens. The week before, they beat the Falcons. So the Steelers, they're, they're both 6-8, and eight, it looks like. And the Raiders beat the Patriots last week, lost to the Rams the week before. Like, they, these are two teams that are the same team yeah. with different logos. Yeah. So, so pick your poison, bro. Give me the Steelers. Okay. I got the Steelers. Gross. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like them. I don't like them. Packers and Dolphins is next. Now, the Dolphins have been on a skid, on a skid lately. Lose to the Chargers, lose to the Bills. Uh, do I lose to the San Francisco wanna, 49ers? Yeah. Do Do mm -hmm. I want to go against him here? Like, I, I think I do. do. I kind of do. do. I kind of do. If you do it, I do it. That's the only way I do it. That's the only way you do it. <laughs> You know what? They they still have a chance to make the playoffs. The Packers still have a chance to make the playoffs. Give me Green Bay. Okay. Uh, I'm a man of my word. Give me the pack. Go All pack right. go. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm not gonna say go pack go. I don't need I don't need Kevin to, to hear that and to think I'm a Packers fan. So we're moving on though. Broncos and Rams, two teams both eliminated from playoff contention. Russell Wilson is at I believe eleven touchdowns, eleven passing touchdowns on the year. Okay. And he has 12 bathrooms in his house. So he has more bathrooms in his house than he has touchdowns. That is that is a crazy stat. <laughs> I know, ain't it? <laughs> that is, um, I'm going to tweet that. He, Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms and 11 touchdowns. That's a, I like it. Yep. So uh, I, I know somebody who's been tracking it every week. He, he goes on TikTok and he, he says what the touchdown total is at. And he's trying to see if he's going to beat it. Right, because mm -hmm. there's only there's only three games left. Mm -hmm. Now the Rams, really weird, right? Baker obviously comes in and beats the Raiders, and then what happened yesterday? I did I, I didn't even like realize there was a game. The Rams 12, they, they lost. They lost to the pack. Go pack. Yeah, yeah. I I knew they lost. I just didn't know how he performed. He performed very terribly. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take uh, the Denver Broncos. Mm -hmm. Is there is there a way you can pick neither LMA? Right, right. Oh, um, I, lo I love this comment, Chris. Thank you. Uh, um, that made me laugh. But yeah, I just think on um, the Broncos, they they, they do have uh, a formidable defense. They still have Russell Wilson. Well, that's the name in back of the jersey. Uh, let's go with the Broncos. Okay, all right. St sticking with me there on Denver. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have. Just a couple more to get to here. Mm -hmm. And that is the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. Sunday night football. Ugh. 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 Absolutely you. awful. Can I mean, prayer, me? prayers up to Kyler Murray, first of all. You know, I, I hope for a, a speedy recovery. I don't think he deserved the contract he got, but that's not my problem. Mm -hmm. I can't pick the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. First of all, first of all, they're the worst home team in the NFL. I think they only have like one victory on the entire year at home. That's a shame. I'm I'm gonna take the Bucks. That's a shame. 
Um, yeah, I concur. <clears throat> now I don't like I don't like how the Bucks did. I don't like how the Bucks looked at all this past week. They had four straight turnovers in the second half. They was I like up, that. I like were, that. They was up 17 nothing. I mean, I like it too for personal reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, give me the Bucks. All right, Bucks. And finally, our Monday nighter. Oh my god. <laughs> Chargers and Colts in Indy. Give me the Chargers. Yep. If if they lose, if the Chargers lose, what they show is their franchise is just as bad of a choker as Matt Ryan is because they need to win. They mm-hmm. need to win to secure a playoff spot. Their mm-hmm. schedule is winnable. They win. A, they got a winnable schedule over there. They're it's still on the bubble. Throw. Still on the bubble. Mm-hmm. If if Herbert's your guy, you need to do something this year. Mm-hmm. They need to make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, their head coach might be fired. And if that happens, then what happens with the team, right? What's the chemistry like, and and what else? What else does that affect? We as Buffalo Bills fans know exactly what it's like going through head coaches, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a fun experience. We don't wish it on anybody. Maybe other teams in the division, but um, have to see what happens there. So those are our picks. Yes, sir. For Week 16, uh, stay tuned for Rich to lose the belt. I'm very excited for it. Hope not. Uh, let's get into the Bills and Bears. Fields got hurt, right? This past weekend a little bit, he got dinged up. I think he's expected to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather is expected to be absolutely horrendous. I believe negative 11 is what I read for what it's supposed to be a kickoff. It's supposed to be a chore just getting to Chicago for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they get there safely. Hopefully they get there okay. Hopefully they don't have to move the game. God knows. Um, give me your thoughts on this on this matchup coming in to the Bills and Bears game this Saturday? Uh, I think it is a trap game for the Buffalo Bills. I think this this is a trap game in the Buffalo Bills. We have to be careful for this game. This is a game where you're looking at the Chicago Bears. Their record is, I believe, 3-11. and 11, But they have some things that can concern you, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, number one, the weather. <laughs> The weather is is obviously going to be a factor. Am I concerned with the weather and how we perform? Uh, a little bit, you know, because uh, Mitch Morse is going, may be out with that concussion. We don't know what's going to happen there. Greg Van Roten's another game at center, so we got to hope the snap exchange is going to be consistent like it was last week, right? Um, then our running game, can we consistently run the ball if we have to, if the conditions leave us no choice but to run the ball? Can we be successful being one-dimensional, right? And and last but not least, the weather plays a part, and I think, in my opinion, uh, the Chicago Bears' strength. Their strength is running the ball, and especially with their quarterback. Justin Fields has over a 1,000 yards rushing as a QB and the weather this weekend gives him more of an excuse to be that guy that uses his legs and the Buffalo Bills do struggle at times with tackling the ball carrier. So those are some concerns that I have within this game. And that's why I think it's a trap game. But overall, if the Buffalo Bills do what they have to do in terms of playing mistake free football, uh, limiting their turnovers and their mistakes, uh, containing their gaps, everybody doing their job, gap, gap integrity, gap containment. If they can do those things, I think the Buffalo Bills should be victorious. Now, Justin Fields does not need more of an excuse to run. He already runs enough, yes. right? We yes. don't need to give him more oh. of a reason right. to be scrambling. Mm-hmm. You mentioned they can't tackle. I agree, mm-hmm. especially without Von Miller. We don't have our finisher over there. The defensive line is a worry for me. You mentioned you mentioned the center, right? Mm-hmm. I think what you need to go to is who do the Bears have on defense that can really affect this game? I cannot name the Bears' number one corner. I follow the NFL on a very solid basis, right? Mm-hmm. You you know my knowledge. You have the mm-hmm. same. You mm-hmm. have the same skill set. Do you know the number one corner on the Chicago Bears? 
Honestly, I'm I'm struggling to think of any defensive players, period, on the Bears. The one, the one, the two people I think of on the Bears is Eddie Jackson, their safety. Okay. And Jaquan Brisker, their other safety. And I just know him because he played for Penn State. That's my favorite college football team. So those are the only two defensive players that I have fond knowledge of. I know they traded Roquan Smith and the defensive lineman to the Eagles. I don't know too much about them. So we should be able to capitalize because of that, right? I The fact that we don't know any players is insane, right? <laughs> so I want Diggs to be able to go off. And you know what I want more than anything in this game, eh, Rich? Is I want the Bills to not have to lean on Josh Allen in this game. Mm. Shouldn't have to, man. Shouldn't have to. This I want them to be able to run the football well, mm-hmm. even if it's by committee. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care how you do it. Just do mm-hmm. it successfully. Just do it, do it mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's needed right now, right? Mm-hmm. Josh needs to see that even though the pressure is all on him, every last bit of our pressure is on Josh Allen's shoulders, he needs to know that sometimes his team can do it. Now, are you defending Justin Fields as if he was Lamar Jackson in this game. No. Really? No, not not quite. I'm not okay. there yet. Okay. I, I, I saw your tweet. I came oh, up with you. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I, I saw your tweet. I came into this prepared okay, for this question. Okay, okay. I like um, it. I would I would more treat Justin Fields like because I don't think he's as good of a thrower as Lamar is mm-hmm. I would I would go more Kyler I would go more Kyler Murray I don't mm-hmm. know if the game plans are different I, I think they, they may be a little different in some terms I think if you're asking me like exactly what I what I want mm-hmm. I, I need at least one spy on the defensive line on every down whether it's mm-hmm. the same player or not I don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. I need a spy and I would really because the Bears don't really have any weapons. They really don't. Look at the wide receivers. I mean, is it Claypool? Is it Mooney? Like, who is it? Nikhil the Harry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? The guy Ryan? who couldn't stick it with the Patriots? Like, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, like, the the trap game, I, I can see where you're going with that. But if, if the Bills play their brand of football and, and they play the way we know they can, this should be a victory. It should be. It should be. Uh, I think so. Now, you know, I've been getting a lot of people in my ear. Hey, Chicago Bears, they only lost by five to the Eagles, 13-1 Eagles. But I'm like, hey, how how great is the Eagles? I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know either. The, the Eagles strike me as a team who are like, they have it right now. Mm-hmm. But are they going to have it when the playoffs come? And really, think- right? And, and, and let, let's look at this, right? The Eagles – have been relatively healthy all year. Yeah. And right now their quarterback goes down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What if this is the time where their injuries pile up? These last three weeks of the season going into the playoffs. Who knows? We, we you know, we never know. We never know. I do think, now again, you know, we I don't want to sound like a Philadelphia Eagle hater here. They're, they're having a great season. You only could play who's I in mean, you, you have been an Eagles hater. You, yeah. you, you have been. So. I, 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 I'm to the point now is like, you know, I just hope we do what we have to do on our side and yep. they do what they have to do on their side so we can put this, this talk to rest, <laughs> but well, we'll save that for another day. I think the Eagles will, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Hey, Rich, before, before we go, mm-hmm. I have one more, I have one more question for you. Now I don't care about your religion. I don't care about your spirituality, mm-hmm. but I do have to ask you, uh, a kind of religious question, just a little bit. Okay. Do you believe in the football gods? Yes, I do. Okay. I believe in the football gods. So I believe in the football gods as well. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, so so you're going to tell me a team that you think the football gods have been supporting this year. And you have Ooh. to go a different team than me. Okay. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to kick us off. Go ahead. And I'm going to tell you it's the Minnesota Vikings. Because what has to go right for the Vikings in moments where it shouldn't has gone right. And what has to go wrong for the other team has gone wrong. They have a really, really bad defense. 
They have a really bad defense, and they are still right now the number two seed winning games. They beat us. They have that that knack for winning games, and I think it's it's scary when the football gods are on your side and you're a good team like that. Mm, I can't be mad at that assessment. The, the Minnesota Vikings are, yeah, yeah. Because if, if I'm thinking about it, right, Mm-hmm. If I was a Minnesota Viking fan and we and I just witnessed us witnessed us coming back from 33 zip. Yep. And then I also witnessed us against the Buffalo Bills, Justin Jefferson, 418, the fumble. I'm probably thinking this is our year. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This may be our year. So I, I, I like that a lot. If I pick if I have to pick another team where the football gods is for. That's very interesting. Uh who has been as like I think the Minnesota Vikings are the luckiest or the or the most football godliest team. In the I can NFL. I can I can give you I can give you one team that that I think you could go is Kansas City. I was going to go there. I was okay. actually I was actually going to go there, and the reasons being is obviously their schedule. Mm-hmm. They have they have that schedule. In well, okay, okay. Let, let's talk about their schedule because mm-hmm. they they had the number one spot in the division for the last six years. Or, mm-hmm. or this is the seventh year. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're playing cupcakes. Mm-hmm. It's not no, their fault. Not. It's mm-hmm. not their fault that they play the divisions that they play. Mm-hmm. But they also play the number one teams mm-hmm. from the other divisions. Mm-hmm. I'm so, talking. I'm talking more as of when I'm. I'm not necessarily. I'm comparing every time I think Kansas City, I compare to Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about that type of schedule. Last three games, their schedule is okay. a little bit more okay. winnable. Yeah, then, yeah. The, then the Buffalo Bills, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and if we do if we do lose a game, I'm just I'm just thinking that you know the Kansas City Chiefs are always right there, and they always, in my opinion, they always have luck on their side in terms of how things fall into place for them. So how the ball falls, mm-hmm. how everything goes, I agree. So so th- those are our teams. I like that the question. Football, Good question. The football gods are supporting. As always, everybody, thank you for coming out to the Conflict of Interest. We appreciate your continued support. Hey, Rich, do your thing. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the real Dan Kelly, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. If you don't know us by now, please get to know us. We are indeed built in Buffalo. We'll be back next Tuesday, same place, same time, 8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we are be hopefully we'll be able to talk about another victory for the Buffalo Bills as we get ready for the primetime matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. So once again, great show. We appreciate everybody for tuning in in the comment section. Old consumers and new consumers, we appreciate everyone. From Dan and A. Rich, go Bills. Merry Christmas, everybody. Go Happy Bills. Enjoy the holidays. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir.